Welcome to For Real Conversations, the podcast discussing the heartwarming and sometimes challenging world of life with our pets. I'm Lauren, a clinical animal behaviourist, and I'm going to embark on a journey to have honest conversations, discuss realities and share stories of the joy, love, occasional chaos, and let's be honest, sometimes stress and anxiety that our fairy friends bring into our lives. When it comes to our pets, the conversations here are for real. Hello, so welcome to my first ever episode of For Real Conversations. So for my first episode, I thought I'd do a little introduction about me and what For Real Conversations is all about. So I'm Lauren and I'm a clinical animal behaviourist and animal training instructor. So what's a clinical animal behaviourist you might be sitting there thinking? Well, we work closely with vets via veterinary referral and we treat and manage behavioural problems in companion animals, so typically dogs, cats and horses, using evidence-based techniques and we always aim to promote high standards of animal welfare. So throughout my career so far, I've seen many people struggle with a range of problems with their pets, both behavioural and with their pet's health, the overall responsibility of looking after a pet and many other things as well. So it's something I have a huge amount of empathy for as a pet owner because I've been there myself. And I think it's really, really important that we acknowledge the human side of the struggle with pets because if we're not in the right headspace, then it's really hard to do the best thing by our pets and help them when they need it. So it was never exactly a career goal of mine to become a clinical animal behaviourist, but I ended up here after adopting my rescue dog Poppy. And basically when we got her, we really struggled with her behaviour. So Poppy brought so much joy to our lives from the beginning, but she quickly started to show quite a range of problematic behaviours. And this, to be honest, was quite worrying, stressful, frustrating, and it had quite a big impact on our lives. So basically in a quest to help Poppy, I ended up turning my background in horses towards learning more about dogs, dog training, dog behaviour, and I ended up doing a degree in clinical animal behaviour, and here I am as a clinical animal behaviourist. So we got Poppy from Greece, so she was a Greek rescue dog, and she came over here and at first, she was just an absolute delight and seemed to settle in really well. But then after the, the settle in period, she really then did start to show her struggles. And it became clear that she'd she'd been through some things in the kind of early months of her life and she needed a bit of help. So she was reactive on walks. So she would lunge and bark at kind of anyone going past, at bikes, traffic, other dogs. She would also be quite barky at home so any noises outside she would bark at and react to and it basically became really quite disruptive and hard to live with at times but I was determined to learn more and help Poppy and that's what I did. So while by no means Poppy is now the the perfect dog and, and she still has her quirks that's for sure but she's so much better now and we worked through a lot of her problems together and I've learned to understand Poppy I think probably most importantly and Poppy has kind of learned to overcome some of her problems and we've got it to a really manageable point now where she's happy we're happy and we're kind of able to live together there's peace and kind of we all um we all are getting along 
well, which is is what it's all about, really. So it's been no means been an easy journey, but she has taught me so much. And she really is kind of the reason that I am where I am now. When we first got Poppy, I had kind of a huge amount of expectations on her, I think it's fair to say. And it definitely hasn't turned out quite as I planned the six or seven years ago when we first brought her home. So I planned to do agility with her. I'd envisioned these long off-lead relaxed walks on the beach and so much more. But I quickly had to learn to adjust these expectations because it soon became clear that Poppy really didn't share my vision. So we've had to learn to figure out life together in a way that works for us both. And I think it's fair to say that she is now living her best life, but it's just not quite in the way I imagined. And I think this is something that many people can relate to. I think many people get puppies with the idea of maybe, you know, socialising and, you know, maybe starting agility or dog sports or, you know, being able to let your dog off lead. I think there's all sorts of areas where we kind of set these expectations on our dog and quickly kind of realise that actually these things aren't as easy to achieve or, or not quite right for our dog. And I think that can be hard to deal with sometimes. And it's not just dogs. I think it happens with with cats. So maybe you got a kitten and you couldn't wait to have this lap cat that's always snuggling up with you and wanting fuss. And then they turn out to maybe actually really like their own space and not not want to kind of sit with you. Or I think I think it's also a very common experience with horses. So I think people get a horse that they want to ride or do certain activities with, and it soon becomes apparent that perhaps the horse isn't on the same page as you, and that they're not wanting to to do the same thing. And so yeah, I think it's something everybody can relate to, and I think it's part of the journey we go through with our pets. And for me, I think it's actually really really useful to kind of embrace that and just accept that that's part of the journey and that just because the animal we've got hasn't necessarily kind of turned out to be exactly what we expected or what we wanted that doesn't mean they don't kind of have lots to give us or teach us in other ways and sometimes that might mean kind of needing to look at getting another animal that can meet your expectations alongside it sometimes it might mean just accepting that they're not what you wanted and kind of looking for what they can give you. I think it's a really kind of interesting topic and something that's very individual to the pets, to us and to kind of our relationship with them. So yeah, as I said, Poppy didn't turn out to be kind of what I expected at all. And I've really come to accept that now and she is living her best life, I think it's safe to say. And so about two years ago now, I made the decision to get a puppy. So It was a long, hard decision, don't get me wrong, and something I did give a lot of thought to. And I think this is a topic I'm going to come to another time because I think it's a really interesting topic of when is the right time to get another pet. But yeah, I'd made the decision that it was the right time. And so we got Ivy. So Ivy is a Cocker Spaniel cross border collie. So some of you might be sitting there thinking, you must be crazy. And you would be right. She is a bundle of energy and she is super intelligent. But she she really is absolutely amazing. And although I would not change Poppy for the world, she is exactly the opposite of Poppy. And she just thrives on life and loves the world. And in all honesty, it is a real relief to see Ivy thrive and cope in life in the way that Poppy doesn't. So Ivy is my little sidekick and we do loads of training together. 
And I think it's safe to say that she's also a bit of a lapdog. She's, she's often curled up next to us in the evening. And yeah, Ivy obviously isn't perfect. I don't think any of us or our animals are, are truly perfect. She has her little quirks, but we, we love them. And she's, in all honesty, just been so much easier than Poppy. However, I think that's that's kind of just the way it is sometimes. And I think just because one experience is easier doesn't mean that it's better because while Ivy has definitely taught me so much and allowed me to develop my practical training skills and we've had the best fun together and she's taught me loads, I think Poppy has taught me something completely different. And while it's been much more of a challenge, she's taught me the importance of the kind of relationship we have with our pets, the expectations we set of them, and just kind of what it's all about. So as I said, Poppy wasn't what I had envisioned I was getting, but she's now just kind of like part of the family and, you know, we would be a bit lost without her. She still frustrates us and stresses us out at times, but yeah, we really wouldn't be without her. And as I said, at the end of the day, she's the reason I am where I am today. So she's taught me just so much about animal behavior and that's invaluable because it means I can take that and help other people. So you'll usually find Poppy curled up in her crate, having a mooch around the garden and quite often you'll find her having a good bark at anyone passing by. As I said, she's by no means perfect and she does have her quirks, but we love her for it. Ivy, on the other hand, you'll usually find by my side with a toy or a ball in her mouth. And quite often you'll find her pestering guests for a fuss. She does not know the meaning of personal space, but we love her for that at the same time. So alongside Poppy and Ivy, I've also got two horses, Bumble and Bertie. So they live out in the garden at the moment. And I've been on quite a journey with my horse Bumble, just like I have with Poppy. I think it's fair to say and that's something I will probably come on to during another episode. So I absolutely love having horses at home and that's been an amazing experience. I've learned kind of so much. I bought them home about this time last year and this year has just taught me a huge amount. And not just about horses, but I think actually having the horses at home has taught me so much about dogs and just animal behaviour in general. It's just been an amazing experience. And not just not just about behaviour, just the, the aspect of having to care for an animal you know, 24-7. And if you've got horses, you'll know that they're, they're quite hard work to look after and they come with a lot of responsibility. And that's just, it's been really just like an amazing year. Lots of ups and downs, but something that I definitely wouldn't change. So I would really love to have a cat and I'm currently working on persuading my husband to let me rescue a cat. So I really like the idea of getting a feral rescue cat. So something that can live out with the horses and stay in the barns. So Poppy does like to chase cats. So it wouldn't necessarily be the most easy thing to manage if we got a cat to live in the house. And I know that there are lots of cats out there that need homes that maybe need a more feral, rural outdoor life so that's something I'm looking at but I'm kind of at the moment I'm fighting a bit of a losing battle on that one but I'm gonna keep going so yeah that's me and I know that people often say you're either a dog person or a cat person but that definitely does not work for me so I am a hundred percent both and obviously horses as well I love any animal really and I find them all fascinating and I definitely couldn't pick between a cat or a dog or a horse 
moving on now to talking about for real conversations and what I hope the podcast will turn out to be. So I think it's safe to say that if you're listening, you're probably a pet or an animal person. And in some way, animals probably bring a huge amount into your life. So whether that's through companionship, opportunities for getting out and about in the world, out and about to walk, to ride, to compete in sports, to get out in nature, or just to have someone by your side, held up next to you, whatever that may be, I think it's fair to say that pets are something special. But that's not to say it's always an easy ride. There can be many ups and downs when we live with and have the responsibility for pets. So whether it's behavioural problems, as I talked a bit about, or kind of health problems, or struggling with the responsibility of looking after them 24-7, because let's be honest, sometimes that's hard. Or the never-ending conflicting information there is out there. So if you've got a pet, you've probably at some point come across conflicting information, whether that's to do with their behaviour, how to train them, their health, there's tons of it out there, and it really doesn't make things easy. Because how do you know what's right? And in all honesty, I personally, I think that these things are never black and white. And I think it's really, really difficult. And I think it can be invaluable to actually know where to go for the right support so that you can kind of work through all that conflicting information and find what's going to work for you and your individual situation. So I want to have these open and honest conversations about pet companionship and animal topics and delve into exactly what it's like living with pets and what challenges we face. So I want to cover the good, the bad, the ugly, the sad and everything in between because I really do think there's lots of it. So I'm hoping to speak with experts, pet owners and share my own experiences because if you've got a pet you can probably relate somewhere along the line and if you're struggling with something currently or you have in the past or you've maybe been amazed by the impact your pet has had on you in one way or another, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Because the chances are, if you're experiencing something, someone else is experiencing the same thing or they have in the past. So yeah, please do get in touch and let me know what conversations you want to hear. Thank you for joining us for For Real Conversations. I'd love to learn more about the experiences you've had with your pets. So message me on social media or drop me an email to let me know what conversations you want to hear. If you'd like to learn more about me and my dog or cat behaviour support options, you can head to my website, wagonpairpetbehaviour.co.uk. I'll be back soon to continue these for real and honest conversations. So until next time, remember... It's okay to take things one paw at a time.